Mystery is my hobby. I had received another of those mysterious phone calls. This time, the speaker urged me to go at once to the Matthews estate on Long Island. Kenneth Pringle, the famous polo player, was in danger of being murdered. Now, I had a strong suspicion that my good friend Inspector Noah Dan was responsible for the call. And this time, much to the old gentleman's astonishment, I was comfortably seated in the police car when he entered, saw me, grunted, and gave directions to the driver. Well, Inspector? Here we are again. Yeah. And what I want to know is, how come Barton Drake always shows up when there's something hot in the offing? You should know, Inspector. What do you mean, I should know? <laughs> Nothing, except that the man who called me this morning said that uh, you had been notified. Notified of what? That Kenneth Kringle is in danger of being murdered this afternoon. Ha! What a nonsense. Well, perhaps. On the other hand, this isn't the first time Kringle has come close to a tragic end. Friend of yours? I've met him once or twice, although he probably won't remember me. My picture of Pringle is that he has two careers, polo and women. What's the connection? Pringle's been unfortunate in attracting women who have made, uh, shall we say, previous commitments. Married dames, eh? Right. Nothing new about that. He's a dashing fellow, this Pringle. And the fact that he's Eastern polo champion adds to his allure. Those horseback riders. Say, that reminds me. Yes, Inspector? Uh, this Paul Matthew, the guy who owns the place where we're going now, isn't he an Englishman with a lot of money, uh, kind of old? That's right. Yeah. Recently, he married young and beautiful Diane Carter. They're very happy, I understand. Yeah. I remember reading about it. Uh, she used to play around with uh, Pringle before she married Matthew. Oh, come, come, Inspector. Let's not be gossipy. It's beginning to make sense. Uh, Matthew throws a big party at his Long Island estate, invites Pringle, then calls us and says Pringle's going to be knocked off. Huh? me, Inspector, that hardly makes sense. A man who contemplates murder does not invite the police to witness a crime. Then who did make the telephone call? That, Inspector, is what we'll have to find out. Well, here we are, Inspector. Well, rather extensive ground. Yeah. Matthews must still be in the chips. Uh, hey, what are those people doing over there? Mm, they appear to be engaged in an archery contest. Stop here. Like an... Uh, an important gathering. Some of those faces are quite famous. Yeah. And uh, who are we going to tell them we are? Welcome. Welcome. Hello there. Well, hello. Where did you come from? I was walking behind the shrubbery, wishing that something exciting would happen. And it did. Oh, so? You arrived. You won't disappoint me, will you? Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll do my best. Oh, now I know. Know what? You're Bill Rogers, and this must be your father. Uh, father? Well, look, I'm uh... Diane Matthew. Paul said you were coming. You're friends with his brother Charlie, aren't you? Well, as a matter of fact, I'm... Paul didn't say that Bill Rogers was... <laughs> well, I mean, I never did think of any of Paul's friends as being so young and... Thank you. Thank you. Good gosh, he's eating it up. Let's go up and meet Paul. He's dying to see you. Splendid. Come along, Dad. Now, listen, I'm not gonna... Oh, good gosh. Joe, I say, you can't be old Tom Rogers. 
exact opposite of the way I'd pictured But you. he is Tom Rogers, Paul. Who else could he be? And this is his son, Bill. Now, wait a minute. Oh, so you're the young man I heard so much about. I must say, Charlie didn't exaggerate there. Well, perhaps I'd better explain. You see, oh, this is jolly. Uh, now, see here, I've a bit of an apology to make servant trouble, the war, you know, and all that sort of thing. Do you mind shifting for yourself a bit? Not at all. Uh, Diane, darling, show the gentlemen their rooms, will you? The best we can do. To... I, I say, look there, Pringle's done it again. Four bullseyes in a row. Quite a chat. Uh, tell me, that's uh, Kenneth Pringle, the polo player, isn't it? Yes. Would you like to meet him? Well, well later, my dear. No time now for introductions. Oh, Ken, darling. Oh, hello, Diane. Oh, nice shooting, old fellow. Rather put the rest of us in the shade. Ken, darling, this is Tom Rogers and his son, Bill. They're old friends. How are you? Glad to know you. Thank you. You seem to depth to all forms of sports, Mr. Pringle. Well, matter of coordination, I guess. By the way, haven't we met before, Rogers? Possibly. I've watched you play a good many times. Yes, I believe once we were introduced. A guy could do a lot of damage with a gadget like that bow and arrow. Yes, yes, an arrow has tremendous striking power if the bow is handled by an expert. Ever kill anything with it? Oh, yes, indeed. I belong to a hunt club whose rules forbid the use of any other weapon except the bow and arrow. Ken hangs on to his bow and arrow as though they were something precious. They are, to me. Good sportsman takes care of his tools. Show the folks how good you are, Ken. Oh, oh I say, let's wait a bit. Time for that later, right now. Oh, let him do his stuff. This arrow shooting business is something I'd like to see. Well, but the contest, we can't interrupt the tournament. Well, we don't have to go over to the range. Uh, there, shoot at that tree, Ken. It's out in the open. Well, okay. Only take a minute. Oh, no, I say, Pringle, you, you, you might hurt someone. This is a lot of nonsense. Now, look here, old chap. I, I say, let's wait until the range is clear. Paul, oh, come back here. Look out, Matthew. <laughs> uh, hey. Oh, the hit. Oh, you caught me. Oh, the arrow's sticking in his shoulder. Oh, you need to step out in front of me. Say, by Joe, I... Well, the arrow only went through his sleeve. Here, I'll pull it out. That arrow escape was mighty careless of you, Pringle, old chap. I... Careless of me? Why, you deliberately... You were quite at the scene. Why shouldn't I be? I might have killed the guy. <laughs> you sure might have, brother. Would have busted you all up, too, I'll bet what the devil do you mean by that? Well, what did you think? No, 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 I said, let's forget it. Just an accident. You're quite willing to let it end there, Matthew? Oh, yes, of course, just an accident. I say, driving at nothing, except I don't agree. I don't think there was anything accidental about it. <laughs> Don't get it, Bart. It doesn't make sense. Why would Matthews deliberately try to get himself killed? He didn't. But doggone it. You say that the arrow shooting business wasn't an accident. Mm, it wasn't. Now, wait a minute. Maybe I'm dumb. Maybe I don't catch on easy. So it wasn't an accident. So now we've been here at Matthews's five hours. And Pringle's still alive. So we're a couple of suckers. Inspector, you sound so unhappy. Okay, so I'm unhappy. It's night. It's raining outside. This room they put us in is cold and damp, and you won't even let us have a light on. And besides that... <laughs> besides that, they don't even know you're the great Inspector Danton. You're supposed to be my father. Ha, ha, ha. Very funny. <laughs> Very funny indeed. Yeah, well, I don't just like sitting here in the dark. Hey, what are you going to do over at the window? I'm just looking out at the rain. Reminds me of the time we... Inspector. Huh? Come over here by the window. Yeah, yeah. 
What do you see? Look down there. Behind that shrubbery. Yeah, I see them. Two people. Say, they must be crazy standing out there in the rain like that. On the contrary. They have an excellent reason. Who are they? Diane Matthew and Kenneth Pringle. Mrs. Matthew and the polo player. Yeah. Well, I'm not surprised. Say, what's the matter with him? He looks kind of funny. Yes, and I think I know... Oh, so he's leaving him and going around to the rear of the house. And Pringle's heading for the front door. Inspector, uh-huh. come on. Huh? This is what we've been waiting for. Hey, what was that? Somebody fell in the hall downstairs. Yeah, somebody just went through the front door. Hurry up, Inspector. Let's get down there. Yeah. It looks as though we're too late. And Judas, look at that guy on the floor. An arrow stuck right through his throat. Yes, as I expected. Somebody killed by an arrow that was shot by the hand of an expert. By Jove, I think you're right. Grab hold, Inspector. Let's move him out of this hall. Yeah. Okay. All right, I got him. Here we go. Yeah. I say, this is dreadful. Awfully decent of you to help out like this and yeah, messing things up, you know. Okay. Bad enough trying to keep things cleaned up with no help. Yeah. But they killed instantly, I'd say. Who is he, Mr. Matthew? A chap named Folsby, Arthur Folsby, I believe. Friend of yours, is he? Oh, hardly. A servant. The agency sent him down. Arrived about an hour ago. Arrogant sort. Arrogant? Yeah, began by telling me he wanted two evenings a week off. Must have comfortable quarters. An increase in wages at regular intervals. And all that sort of thing. Oh. Did any of the other servants know him? Oh, I couldn't say, really. Well, somebody must have known him. Somebody must have wanted him eliminated. Say, you, you don't think the chap was deliberately murdered? Oh, no. He stuck that arrow in his throat because it tickled. He liked it. Look here, aren't you being a bit sarcastic? I say, what's the meaning of all these questions? What I mean is, it, it should be I who does the questioning, shouldn't it? Well, now, think of that. He wants to uh, know. Dad, uh, huh? Mr. Matthew's right. Dad, now, listen. Uh, this is a serious matter, Mr. Matthew. I think we'd all better explain exactly where we were when Falsby cried out. Later, we'll give the others a chance to do likewise. Yeah, good idea. It'll be necessary to notify the police, I suppose. Oh, possibly we can have the thing cleared up by the time they arrive. The police? Uh, Dad, huh? um, you see, uh, Dad and I were up in our room. We heard the screams and immediately came down to investigate. Yeah, saw you myself. Clears you two chaps, all right. Thank you, sir. And now, where were you, old thing? I? In the kitchen, of course. I thought you knew. No, we didn't know. We are not mind readers. What were you doing in the kitchen? Well, really, I was talking to Falsby. Oh, talking to Falsby. So someone walked in with an arrow. Dad, Dad, uh, suppose we let Mr. Matthew tell us exactly what happened. Right. Really, Rogers, I can't understand your attitude. I I was giving Falsby his instructions. Assigning him a room, that sort of thing, when the doorbell rang. The front door? Yes. I say, just, just pop out there and see who it is. Good chance to do your stuff. And did he pop precisely? And what did you do? Well, I sat in the kitchen and waited. Wanted to give Falsby a chance, you know. Then what happened? Well, really, it was the same thing that happened to you. I heard the front door open, then Falsby gasped. I jumped forward and ran forward to the rescue. Matthew to the rescue, eh? Yes, I got there too late, though. Comfort is just escaping through the front door when I rushed into the hall. Thank you, Mr. Matthew. Now, I think perhaps you're right. We'd better notify the police. The police? Now, look. I go. What is it, Mr. Matthew? Yes? I, I say, this is awkward. What the devil are you talking about? Yes, I thought this is really our... Now, look here. This jacket that fellow's wearing, 
It's mine. Oh, so? Yours. Well, now. Yes, yes, I remember. You were wearing it this afternoon. That means that whoever murdered Falsby intended you to be the victim, Mr. Matthew. Excellent collection of books while waiting for the police. Books? Such a boring way to pass the time. Don't you think, Bill? Well, that uh, depends upon what substitutes there are. Oh, you're cute. Would I do for a substitute? Does uh, that answer your question? Brilliant, Margaret. Tell me, who do you think murdered that man, Falsby? Any other dozen men to whom your husband would appear as an obstacle? How amusing. You still believe that Paul was the murderer's intended victim? I can only say what I... The way I would act if I were annoyed by such an obstacle. <laughs> oh, Bill. Really? You are a very beautiful woman, Mrs. Matthew. Or may I call you Diane? Oh, please do. Bill. Splendid. As your husband would say, this is jolly. Isn't it? Bill. Yes? You're really very charming yourself. Well, thank you. Do you mind if I... If I sit here? Well, not at all. Uh, your husband... Oh, uh... Paul. He's so stuffy. No, uh, shall we say, romance between us. I see. Mr. Pringle, then? Ken, what do you mean? Oh, a man has his honor. I wouldn't want Pringle to feel that I, I was... I beg your pardon. I'm sorry, but uh, I saw you and Pringle earlier this evening standing out in the rain. Well, what difference could that come? Forgive me, I didn't mean to upset you. By the way, Edna wanted me to give you her love. Edna? My sister, Edna Rogers. You remember her, of course. Oh, oh, oh yes. How is dear Edna? Splendid, except for one thing. Oh, really? What's that? I have no sister, Edna. Very clever of you, Barton Drake. At your service. Mrs. Matthew, would you mind telling me why you pretended not to recognize Inspector Danton and me this afternoon? I had my reasons. And your husband and all the others, they had their reasons, too? How should I know? The others mean nothing to me. Including Kenneth Pringle? Oh, what are you getting at? That Inspector Danton and I saw you and Pringle in, uh, well, rather an amorous position. So So what? I think that Pringle's madly in love with you. So much in love that he would remove any obstacle that stood in your path to freedom and your husband's fortune, if you asked him to. You're being insulting. Am I? There's only one other person in this house who is skilled enough at archery to take a quick shot under cramped conditions and drive an arrow through a man's throat. And who is that, Mr. Expert on crime? The name of that man oh. is... Where is he? Where's my husband? Now, don't tell me you're from here, because I know better. Just a minute, Lady Hayes. Put down that bow and arrow. Excuse me, Mrs. Matthew. I think you're a wrong, Spartan Drake. Don't stand there like an idiot. Tell me where my husband is. Oh, idiot, wait. you whacked me with that thing again. I'm going to... Nothing wrong, uh, uh, So you're him. You're the one who put the ad in the paper. You're the one who made Just my husband... Just a minute, madam. I don't know whom you mean by him. My name is Barton Drake, and this is Inspector Noah Danton. Now, don't try... Oh, the police. Yes. Oh, got here ahead of me. Now, that's what I call service. Look, lady, stop talking in riddles. What are you doing here? Who are you looking for? 
What's your name? Falsy. Beatrice Falsy. Arthur, that's my husband, and I had a fight, see? He'd been drinking again. I told him unless he quit, I'd... I'd kill him. Well, now, how did you make out? I haven't found him yet. Uh. That's why I came here. What made you think your husband was here, Mrs. Falsy? The ad. It was in the paper, see? He underlined it and then threw the newspaper away, and, well, I found it. So I called the police. You didn't call the police just because your husband answered an, an advertisement. You'll bet your life I did. He took the money, all of it. It was hidden in the pantry, and I'd spent years saving it up. He left a note saying I'd, I'd never see him again. I say, what's going on here? Oh, here, I'll go remove that raincoat, will you? You're dripping all over the floor. Frightful, man. Isn't that just too bad? I'm not removing nothing until I find Falsby. Falsby? Oh, oh, the dead chap, you mean. Oh, dear. oh, Matthew, you oh. talk too much. I'm sorry, Mrs. Hosby. Your husband was accidentally killed an hour ago. Hosby? Oh, Hosby killed? Oh, no. With a bow and arrow. Like the one you've got in your hand. Where did you get it? We can't be dead. Not Hosby. He wasn't much good, but... Oh, but he was mine. I say, that, that bow and arrow the old girl has... Pringles. Pringles. Are you sure? Sure. Well, I, I know it anywhere. Inspector, I think we'd better have a talk with Kenneth Pringle. You can say it now, Drake. Start talking. Pringle. Yes, and the beautiful Diane, which doesn't surprise me in the least. How subtle you are, Mr. Drake. I, I say, Pringle, okay, put that gun away, will you? You know, it, it might go off and hurt someone, you know. It's exactly what Kenneth has in mind, Paul. In a minute, it's going off and hurt everyone, including Barton Drake. Drake? Let's talk about Drake. Who's Drake? Now, see here, just a minute, Matthew. I'm Drake, Barton Drake, private investigator, and this is Inspector Noah Danton. No, but, but look here, I thought... No, you, were... you didn't think I was the son of your old friend Tom Rogers. You knew I wasn't the first. You all knew. And now I know the reason for your pretense. I also know who murdered Arthur Falls. Give it to him, Ken Kelly. He knows you murdered Falls, but you'll go to the chair. You killed him. You killed my husband. Uh, put down that ball. Look out, Inspector. <laughs> on that chair. You too, Miss Matthew. Drake, you're lucky. If that crazy woman hadn't come at Ken with a bow, you'd be dead now. I say it was lucky. She knocked the gun right out of his hand. Bullet went into the floor. I joke. Matthew, oh. keep quiet. From now on, I'll do the yeah, but, but, but look here. Oh, Inspector, how's Mrs. Fosley? I left her with her husband. It wasn't the pleasantest scene I ever witnessed. And I've seen some tough ones. Yes, whoever murdered Fosley committed the most horrible crimes. I say, you talk as if it were deliberate. Accident, you know. Oh, worth it. Pringle, you're about as stupid as any man comes. A man of your reputation who'd let a woman... Don't believe him, Ken. He's trying to trap you into admitting that you murdered Falsley. But I didn't murder Falsley. That's what I've been trying to tell you. I didn't murder him. No, that's right, Pringle, you didn't. But Mrs. Matthews thinks you did. What do you mean? I know. I mean, you're crazy. You don't know what you're talking about. I know exactly what I'm talking about. You met Pringle outside tonight in the rain. Pringle had his precious bow and arrow conceived beneath his raincoat to keep it dry. That's what gave him an awkward look when he stood there holding you in his arms. I say, Drake, that's rather a nasty remark. Diane wouldn't... Yes, she would, and you knew she would. 
In fact, you knew she was going to meet Pringle tonight because she told you so. That's a lie. Tell him it's a lie, Paul. Go on, Drake. Diane finally convinced Pringle that the only way that he could have her and her husband's fortune was to eliminate you, Matthew. She knew that you'd be tormented by thoughts of her being in the arms of another man. And sooner or later, you'd come looking for her. Pringle was supposed to kill you as you stood in the lighted doorway. Am I right, Pringle? Yes. You're right. But the plans went awry. You didn't appear, Matthew. Diane went around back to see if you were in the kitchen. And then Pringle's courage failed him. He tossed his bow and arrow in the bushes, intending to get it back that later. That is the most ridiculous... Sit down, Matthew. No, please. I have something I want to say. Drake, that was clever of you. Tell me, when did you become suspicious that I was the murderer? Yeah, 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 when? This afternoon, when you got in the way of Pringle's arrow. To make it appear as if Pringle were trying to kill you. I was afraid of that. Diane... I loved you very much. Too much, I'm afraid. Sometimes I think I wasn't in my right mind. Paul, you, you didn't... Yes, I did. When Thornsley arrived, he was wet through from the rain. I gave him my jacket to put on. I sent him to answer the door. I knew Pringle would think it was I and shoot him. And then you reasoned that Pringle would be accused of the crime and sent to the chair. With him out of the way, you hoped to regain Diane's love. That's true. I must have gone completely insane. When Fallsby opened the door and Pringle wasn't there, I... I... You uh, shot Fallsby yourself? Yes. My bow was in the kitchen. I wanted everyone to think that Pringle had tried to kill me, and now... He's got a gun. Well, there's no need to be alarmed. None of you will get hurt if you do exactly as I say. Drake, to satisfy an old man's curiosity... How were you so sure? It was your remark to Mrs. Fallsby that furnished the missing link in the chain of circumstances, asking her to remove her raincoat because it was dripping on the floor. If Pringle had shot Fallsby, he would have had to step into the hall because the location of Fallsby's body, where he fell. Now, it was raining hard, you remember? Yet when the inspector and I came downstairs, the floor on the hall was absolutely dry. I see. Very clever. Goodbye, Diane. I did love you, you know. So much. Hey, he's gonna He shot himself right through the temple. Yes. Well, it's probably best. But sometimes it isn't pleasant to have mystery for a hobby. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.